Welcome back to the Pleasure Queen podcast. I'm so happy that you are tuning in today. For those of you who are new to my world, my name is Emily Whiteside. And if we're not already connected on Instagram, make sure you follow me. Let me know that you're listening and tuning in. I love the connection piece in, you know, social media. So very important that women rise together, don't you think? So one of the questions that I get asked all of the time is that I don't actually work on directly anymore, but it's how did you start your business? Like, did you just start with this stuff? And the answer is no. I actually used to be a personal trainer. I've been a personal, well, was a personal trainer since I was 18. I had been in the gym at a very young age, falling in love with lifting weights and all of those things. And then I got my, I went on to get my master's degree actually in nutrition. And one of the things that I began my business with was really helping women in with nutrition and fitness but more on the mindset side of things, because what would often happen is we know what to do. Like we know the masculine way to get in shape. You go to the gym, you do these exercises, you eat this food. But the thing is, we can't stick to it, right? It's the consistency factor that a lot of us struggle with. So I've told this story many times. I'm not going to go into it in detail, but I had manifested my dream body after gaining so much weight and feeling like everything I knew to be true by science wasn't working for me. I was depressed. I felt really low. I would binge eat and stress eat my way to fill the void. I was just unhappy. And as soon as I learned how to come into alignment with my body, that's when the weight just fell off, honestly, without even trying. I released so much much stress and really started to tune in and connect to my body. And then the weight felt like it just fell off. It was the weirdest thing at the time, but now when I look back, I know exactly why. So inside of the mini program, the hot body program, I speak all about how we can manifest our dream bodies and how we can really start to have food freedom and liberate ourselves from the rules, the old belief systems that hold us back in our bodies that make us feel like we are either on the diet and doing good or we're not. Instead, we get to create the rules. We get to have fun and come into the body of our dreams. So inside of this mini program, The Hot Body, I speak all about all about how to tap into food freedom and exercise freedom, how to come into alignment with the body and connect to it. And of course, how to manifest the hot body of your dreams and go on the journey of really discovering who you came here to be. 
my journey began because of my body. I would not be the woman that I am today, have the amount of money that I am making today or travel the way I travel if I didn't have the confidence. And it started then when I truly came into alignment with my body. I'm so passionate about this work and I don't speak about it a lot. But if you're a member inside of the Magnetic Muse membership, you get access to the Hot Body program. In fact, this is exclusive only right now to my members. So make sure you come on the journey. There are so many mini programs that you can tap into. We will probably be adding to the Hot Body program as we go month after month inside of the membership. It's 12 months of truly connecting to your body, your sensuality, wealth, energetics, feminine energy, and even business. We talk about everything in there. So it doesn't matter where you are on your journey. This membership is so perfect for any woman who is really just ready to discover her power whether it's for business or it's for pleasure or it's for connection in the body, you will absolutely love this membership. All of the details are going to be below in the show notes. If you want to take a read and join us, I'd be so happy to have you inside. And with that being said, let's get into the episode today all on celibacy. Weird. I know, right? Let's tune in. Welcome to the Pleasure Queen Podcast, your experience into the divine feminine magic. I am your host, Emily Whiteside, the Pleasure Queen. I've taught hundreds of women how to connect deeper into their pleasure, their sensuality, and authentic expression, to tap into their goddess energy. In this podcast series, we explore what it means to be an empowered woman and talk about everything from sex to pleasure to wealth to energy to entrepreneurship. I'm so excited to have you here on this journey. Now let's get intimate. And we are back. I'm so happy to be here today. Oh my goodness. It is Sunday morning as I'm recording this and I'm in my Hawaii robe. If you, the iconic Hawaii robe. If you've heard me speak about it before, if you're in my free community, if you've been in my programs, you know all about the Hawaii robe. It's how I literally manifested my yearly traditional luxury trips to Maui every year. I actually feel like I have to tell this story before we dive into the episode because I can't just leave you on a cliffhanger now. I'm not like that. I got to... I was going to just seduce you, and then I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to say the whole story. So this was back in 2019, I believe, or maybe it was even the very beginning of 2020, but I was in a really toxic relationship. And it's funny, like when you're in toxic relationships, you don't even realize the extent of the toxicness until you are years out and you fully wake up and you're like, wow, I can't believe I've even put up with that. I can't believe that to me, that was normal. It's just insane. And I'm sure if you've been in something similar, you can relate. 
But anyways, and it, it's funny because I used to not even like tell people it was a toxic relationship. Like I would feel bad for even saying that. Like who am I to say that relationship was toxic or feeling like I was a victim almost by saying it was a toxic relationship. And we also have to stop being like that too, because I am not a victim. (laughs) I have healed because of that relationship, but it was toxic as fuck. And honestly, we get to call those type of relationships out. Like I'm not going to say anything. I used to say like it was toxic, but we also had really beautiful love and a really good time. Like, no, absolutely not. Fuck that. He was toxic. And honestly, I'm at the point where I really have very little good things to say about that person in that our relationship. So, I mean, there were obviously some benefits, but not enough to... For me to say, you know, that it wasn't not a toxic relationship. But anyways, back to the story. I was off on a little tangent here. I was in a more toxic relationship or very toxic, more toxic, whatever. I was in a toxic relationship and all I wanted was for my business to succeed really bad. I wanted always to go to Hawaii, but at the time, the man that I was in a relationship with refused to fly. Even though I didn't have the money for it, he didn't have the money to vacation or anything, he hated flying so much. So because I thought that I was going to marry this man, I was like, if I stay with this man, I'm probably never going to have the opportunity to actually go to Hawaii because I was so dimmed by him. I couldn't imagine going somewhere without him at that time. So there was this piece of me who felt like, like my higher self come to know at that time that came through that was like whispering to me all of the time. This isn't going to last forever. There's a different version of you after on the other side of this relationship And so one day with very little amount of money in my bank account, I went to Target and I found this pink robe and it has like the Hawaiian leaves on it. It's just really beautiful. It's like fake silk. You know, I don't know what fake silk is, polyester maybe or satin. I'm not sure. But anyways... I had picked up the robe and I'd never, I felt so much guilt even just buying myself this robe. I had to, I kept going back and forth like, should I get it? Should I not get it? It was like $20 and it was so hard for me to buy the robe. I can't even remember at this point if I was broke or not, but I feel like I was. And then there's a part of me that was like, wait, was I? I can't remember. But anyways, I felt guilty buying the robe. Maybe my business had just started to hit a five-figure month. I'm not sure, but I was in the toxic relationship. It was very hard for me to buy the robe. And I had said, what if someday I get to buy this or take this robe and wear it in Maui? And that was like my dream. It felt so impossible. It felt like light years ahead of me, like it would never happen. And if it did, it would be well off into the future. Less than a year later, after the relationship was over, I had 
went to Maui for the very first time by myself and I wore this robe. And the second time that I went to Maui, also alone, which was this year, I I brought this robe. And I think it was Sexy Money Mastery where I was telling this story or maybe I was like telling it live as I was in Maui for the second year. And yeah, it was like the robe that have like has the investment just like mentors with the intention behind it. And when I have the intention behind it, it's like this robe essentially is what helped me manifest the lifestyle that I have now. And it's so special to me. And it's a little worn now because it's my favorite, but I always feel so feminine and almost in like sacred energy when I wear it. So that's my beautiful robe story. Highly suggest you go and do something yourself. Maybe that inspires you in some way. So let's actually get into the episode now that I'm done ranting about my robe. I want to talk about something that I have been in, and I'm sure you've already guessed it. I've been celibate, which is, it feels like, what's the word, like an oxymoron? It feels like an oxymoron saying that because I call it like I'm the pleasure queen, but I'm celibate. And I talk about sex all the time, yet I'm celibate. And I actually started the celibacy journey come to think about it in Maui when I was in Hawaii and I was doing this meditation. I was doing morning yoga with the views of the ocean and I went through this journaling practice and I could feel like literally feel the presence of my soulmate coming in to my body, like the energy of it. And I was telling my friend all about this and I had written like pages and pages about who this soulmate is and what our relationship is like. And she said, have you ever thought of just going on the celibacy journey for a little while? And immediately I was like, fuck no, (laughs) absolutely not. Because I don't like restriction. It's not even that up to that. Like I haven't, I don't have random sex. I'm not like having one night stands all of the time or anything like that. I can't even remember the last time I've had like a one night stand. But if anything that is restricting me, like when I tell myself I can't do with something, it makes me want to do it then, right? It's like that reverse psychology. But she started speaking to me about it and had mentioned, you know, it would just be like a really beautiful way for you to... When a man does enter you, you know that he is very close or is the one. And I sat with it for a couple days before I made the decision. And at the end of the trip to Maui, as I was going off to Oahu, I'd seen my friend again. And she said, have you thought about the celibacy thing at all? And I said, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I remember the last day that I had sex with somebody. I'm not going to share that day, (laughs) but I remember the last day that I had sex with somebody this year in 2022. And I have not, I've been celibate since that date. So that was sometime 
I believe, in the beginning of March. And what is it now? We're in June almost. So April, May, June. So it's been like three months. And it's been such a beautiful journey. Now, here's the misconception. I always thought that celibacy meant you're prude, you're... I had all of these like misconceptions of celibacy. Like you're restricting yourself. You're not letting yourself have pleasure. I mean, I have lots and lots and lots of orgasms. (laughs) I have my self-pleasure practice down to it's, you know, it's a everyday ritual of mine or almost everyday ritual of mine. So it's not like I am depriving myself of orgasms in any way. What I am doing is I am connecting deeper to myself and viewing my pussy as a temple. Your pussy is a freaking temple. My pussy is a magic pussy. And I'm not going to let any man just enter my pussy for his own pleasure. I want, I know what I'm looking for at this stage in my life right now. I know that I'm looking for um, my, my forever partner. I'm looking for my soulmate. I'm looking for very specific things in a relationship that I'm creating with somebody like divine love. And I don't want to sleep with anybody if I know that it's not going to work out past a couple months. Like, yes, is it fun in the moment? Sure. And I've had flings like that. It is fun. Even though you know it's not going to go anywhere, you know that it probably won't work out. It's fun, you know, to get to know somebody. It's fun to date somebody. It's fun to sleep with them and have hot sex and all of the things. But that's not what I'm looking for at this stage in my life. And it's actually been super empowering because it allows me to actually get to know somebody with before sleeping with them after date. You know, usually I wait like a few dates or a few times of getting to know somebody. So, I mean, I don't sleep with somebody right away anyways, but it's been very empowering because it takes sex off of the table and there's a lot more seduction. I, of course, have been dating during this time, But it's like, I want to know that you're either like, I think you're the one or you are the one I, before I even like think about sleeping with you. So it creates seduction. It holds the energy and it makes me see what the men are actually here for. Like if they are only here to sleep with me, then it's going to be seen very quickly, right? Somebody who cares to get to know me and who cares to build a relationship with me is going to wait. And now I'm not like putting a timeline on it. Actually, I wanted to do a three-month timeline and we are hitting the exact three-month mark very soon. But I am not saying like I can't sleep with anybody. Like if a man comes into my life and we really hit it off and you never know if somebody's actually the one or not until you realize they're not. So if somebody comes into my life and we really hit it off, yeah, I mean that, but now I am really intentionally asking myself, 
Am I ready to give up my own celibacy to sleep with this person? Whereas before it was like, okay, we're going to have sex. It wasn't like a big, huge deal. Not that it's like a big, huge deal now, but it almost feels like the first time in a way, not that I've like re-virginized myself in any way, but it is kind of to that like vibe. Like, are you worth me breaking my celibacy for. If I break my celibacy for somebody, that means I think highly of them, you know, that I really believe that this relationship could possibly go somewhere. So it's been a very empowering journey. But I'm not, so celibacy, at least to me, is like a cleansing of the energy. Like I'm actually using this time to heal from a lot of past relationships that I've, as I've mentioned in the beginning of this, it's almost like after you get out of a relationship, sometimes when it's been a while or you meet new people, it's like, wow, I have a lot still that I'm like layers that I'm healing from past relationships. And I'm just noticing things now that not that it's like triggering for me anymore. It is what it is. It happened. I've moved past it, but it's like, because I have had no dick inside of me. I've had no man enter me. It feels like I've really been able to cleanse my body of this masculine and male energy that's not mine. So it's been a really beautiful process. Now, the other part of this is thinking in terms of we are who we attract, right? And maybe that's not always the case, but most of the time, I feel like there's always outliers, but most of the time when we have an insecurity of some sort, or we are not fully embodying some piece of our power, we are going to attract somebody who's the mirror to that, right? So I started to really, after this trip to Hawaii or when I was meditating and I felt him come through, like my actual soulmate, I couldn't really tell the type of person it was or like who it is or a name or anything like that. And for those of you who have followed me for a long time, you know that I'm very in tune to my spirituality. I'm very in tune to my psychic abilities and Although it's like I can't pull like faces and names through, although I have gotten some hints and clues and it'll be cool to see if it actually matches up someday in the future. I have it all written down. Maybe it doesn't, but it's just like the energy that I could feel, right? And the energy of our relationship and what I desire. So that being said, I started to really think if I am attracting in the man of my dreams, how would I feel if the whole time that he, like before he meets me, that he is onto one girl after another, after another, after another, I wouldn't feel very special. I would feel like I'm just another girl in the line. And it's funny because I dated a guy after my ex that was like that. Like he went from his ex to me. And as soon as I ended things, he went right to another girl who was already talking to her within like a day or two of us ending things. And always like I've kind of like kept up with him a little bit. Like he's messaged me here and there. And, you know, he's always somebody new, always dating somebody new. And it's just 
I felt like I was just a woman in line to fill his void. And I haven't been like that with men. I haven't been like that when I get into a relationship with somebody. Like I have very, I have periods in between of being alone and being single. And I've had a big period in between now of, you know, really like tuning into my independence and making sure that the person that I'm actually going to date and form a relationship with is ready for what I'm ready for. So as I was thinking of that, it got me thinking, I want to be the woman. I want to be the match to what I want in a man. So if I want a man who is really ready to build something with a woman and he's really genuine and loyal and trustworthy, I want to be that too. Not that I wasn't, but I feel like this celibacy journey was even more of that, right? Where it's like, I'm not going to just sleep with somebody to fill a void because I don't have anyone to sleep to at night. Or I'm not going to just date somebody because it's something to do. And a lot of us as women do that. A lot of us as people do that. It's not just women. That we feel like we have to have somebody. So we just start dating. And we get into relationships that we know we're settling in or we know aren't right. But we're afraid to be alone. So for the past couple of years, I haven't been afraid to be alone. I haven't been afraid to be single. In fact, it's been the opposite. Not at first, of course. It took me some time. But now it's like, do I want to get in a relationship with somebody? Because I love who I am and where I am in life. And the only people I'm going to form an actual relationship with is the person that makes my life even better. So if I want to attract a man like that, I want to be in that standard. I want to hold that energy. We do the same in business. Like if we want the clients that pay us in full, if we want the clients that are dedicated to us, that go on the journey with us, but we're ghosting our coaches and we're not fulfilling our commitments and we're trash-talking everybody, who do you think you're going to attract? You're going to attract who you are. Same thing with friendships, and we can go. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. So as we go on this manifestation journey of manifesting the soulmate or manifesting love or manifesting success, be the woman that would hold the thing that you want. Because the woman who holds a divine love is very connected to herself. The woman who holds financial success or a successful business is very connected to her why and her purpose. And she's a woman of her word with money, you know? And that's a conversation for another day. So I have been... And here's the other thing that we're all just going to throw out there. The vibrator is so much better than a one night stand anyways. Like every one night stand I've had, and I haven't had, actually haven't had many um, one night stands, but I, in my, you know, earlier twenties, as I was partying, there were probably more than I've had since then. And they were never good. It wasn't like, wow, that was great sex. 
It was drunk sex and it was bad. It wasn't good. It didn't get anything from it. Like my vibrator does a much better job. So that's another question we can ask ourselves. Like, is this worth, is this going to be better than what my vibrator has to offer me or my crystal wand or my hand or whatever it is that you use to give yourself an orgasm? There's so many ways that we get to play around your shower head. That's always an amazing orgasm. But anyways, I wanted to share that with you. I know I mentioned it in a podcast at the very end of a podcast that I had with Echo in it. And I kind of like spilled the beans there, but I haven't actually spoke about it. And I was actually going to write a post about this and every time I tried to write the post, it would like automatically delete itself. Like my, my phone would keep crashing and I tried to post it like five times and my phone kept crashing and crashing and crashing. It was the weirdest thing. So I was like, you know what? This is better for a podcast episode anyways, because I know that it goes into the right hands. So maybe you're desiring to start your celibacy journey, or maybe you're at the point of like, I've been so celibate and I've been so stagnant that I want to be sleeping around. Like I want to let myself have more freedom and have more fun. This is just the journey I'm on now. Like I have totally been in the journey of, you know what? There are no rules to sex and I get to sleep around if I want to. And I get to have random flings and I get to have slutty, hot, sex with men and I get to experiment and play and do all the things, you get to do that too. It's what season of of life am I in? And it doesn't even mean I'm not even saying that you can't manifest your soulmate when you're non-celibate. That's not what I'm saying. This is just my journey for me and it's what feels good for me. So you get to tune into that for yourself. Now, I don't know for some of you who have followed me since the beginning. I know, well, not very beginning because the very beginning I was a fitness coach, but I know some of you have been following me since 2020 when I was really super um, sharing like spiritual tools in my world. And now it's kind of been a higher expression of that since. But I used to always pull cards for people and I never pull cards. I don't even pull cards for myself really anymore, but I did. I felt called to pull a card and I wanted to share with you. Like it was right before I was about to record this podcast episode. I was like, oh, I'm going to pull a card. And I pulled it from, I can't remember, Moonology or the Moon Deck or something like that. And I pulled the card, nothing is yet set in stone, the mutable moon. So this is the little message that I have for you right now. It's that no matter where you currently are in your life, even if you don't have evidence to having what you want, everything can change and it can change so quickly. So are you living in the reality of what you know to be true, or are you choosing to live in a different reality of what you want to be true? So for example, if you're broke as fuck right now and your business is not working, if you live in that truth, you create more of that truth. But if you live in the energy of, I am becoming a millionaire, 
If you're focused on my brand is going to be something that speaks to the world someday, you're going to begin to show up differently. If you live in the energy of I'm lonely and I'm single and all men are terrible, you're going to create more of that. But if you live in the reality of I am going to find my soulmate and I love men and dating is so much fun, you're going to start attracting that into your life. So nothing is set in stone. Everything can change. And even if you feel like you've been in a little bit of a hole lately, like I know I go through some of those sometimes where I dig myself too deeply into a hole and I'm like, oh God, how am I ever going to climb out of this? It takes two seconds to decide I'm not thinking these thoughts anymore. I'm ready to cleanse. I'm ready to realign. And that's why you hire mentors because they help you realign a lot faster, first of all. And second of all, being tied to in tune, calibrating to somebody's energy who is also doing the work and won't let you sit in your own bullshit and you have that outlet, it helps things speed along or a mastermind. And that's why I always hold private coaching and masterminds so deeply in my soul and my heart, because I swear if you, if you were ever in my masterminds before you're in, you're joining a mastermind of, of mine the energy in there is so powerful. Like even when one woman comes in with a lot of heaviness and other women are coming in to celebrate, it's like we get to hold it all in there together and we get to learn and we get to shift our energy and we get to have the space held. And having space held by other women who actually truly see, love, respect, and honor you is otherworldly. There is nothing like it out there. I never understood the bond and the power of sisterhood and masterminds until I really started to give it my all in masterminds and really show up. And now when I create them and hold the spaces, they are so magical, so deep, so detoxifying and cleansing and so magnetic. I am telling you, your life will change inside of my private coaching containers or my mastermind containers. It is unlike anything out there because we have the expansion piece, the calibration piece, the big portal of pussy energy. I can have it all. I can do it all. And we have the grounded energy of, I love, I see, I respect what you're going through and I'm holding space for you. And sometimes it feels really good to just come into a really beautiful portal and say, I feel very heavy right now. Can you hold space for me? And then it's just as beautiful to come in and say, I am celebrating my highest month in business, or I am celebrating that I just went on the best date of my life or had the best sex of my life, or I'm celebrating this breakthrough and having other people witness you and hold you in that celebration and celebrate with you, of course. So that being said, private coaching, masterminds, best way to know what one is running, when details is to just message me. Sometimes I create sales pages for masterminds, but most of the time I don't. It's more like if you know about it, it's like the um, secret society. You know, if you know about it, the speakeasy of programs. If you know about it, you know about it. If you don't, then you just, you're not ready for it. If you hear about it and it's like, ooh, I'm going to reach out, it means that 
it's meant for you. So we'd love to play with you. We'd love to hold you in this. And if you're ready, you can send me a private message, either on Instagram, Facebook are always the best ways to contact me. Or if you want to send me an email, hello at emilywhiteside.com. Just make the um, title of the email mastermind info or private coaching information or something like that so I know what it is or my team knows what it's in regards to. That being said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode today. And if you did, let me know. Message me on Instagram, screenshot it, tag me, any of the things. And I would be so honored if you share this podcast, whether it's the episode or it's the podcast as an entirety with your audience or with somebody you know, you love that could use this information and make their lives better too. You know, it's all of us together where we rise together. I'm sending you so much love and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Pleasure Queen podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at pleasurequeenxo. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all the new episodes that come out. I will see you soon.